Critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? So I'm Kathy Gibbons, and I hope you're ready to learn a new fallacy today because we are diving right into it. So today's new fallacy is called the gambler's fallacy, or sometimes you'll hear it just called the gambler. But the gambler's fallacy happens when someone tries to predict the outcome of what is actually a random event by looking at past outcomes. I know that sounds a little confusing, but let me give you a few examples and it's going to make more sense. So let's say someone is flipping a coin. They flip the coin five times and got heads all five times. Commonly, when somebody's in this position, they'll say something like, oh, I'm sure the next one is going to be tails. It has to be tails because there's no way I could get six heads in a row. All right, let's break down this thinking, this error in thinking just a little bit. Each time you flip a coin, the chances are always the same. 50-50. There's a 50% chance you'll get heads and a 50% chance you'll get tails. So you flip the coin five times and gotten heads each of those times. That does not mean that the sixth time you flip the coin that you have different odds. You don't now have a 90% chance of getting tails just because the previous five flips were heads. It's still and always will be just a 50-50 chance of getting tails or heads every time you flip the coin. So the the gambler's fallacy happens because, again, the human brain is trying to make connections. It's trying to assign cause and effect. Only in this scenario, it's a faulty cause and effect. So a little, an example of a legitimate cause and effect would be, I see dark clouds in the sky, so I think it's going to rain. All right, those two things are legitimately correlated. That happens. Dark clouds means rain um, in a lot of places. So this would not necessarily be a fallacy, and it definitely wouldn't be a faulty fallacy. The fallacy happens when I attempt to predict an outcome of things that are not actually related and are, in fact, random. So the thing to remember with this gambler's fallacy is that it's really only applicable to events that are statistically random, like rolling the dice flipping a coin, and in gambling games. Now, hopefully you're not a gambler, but quite frankly, that's where this fallacy came from. In fact, it has also been called the Monte Carlo fallacy because that was the name of one of the casinos in Las Vegas where this fallacy was first observed back in 1913. Here's what happened. They were um, at the roulette table. People were playing roulette, which I guess is a gambling game. I don't know. I don't gamble either, so I have no idea. But the roulette's wheel, uh, the roulette wheel's ball had fallen on black several times in a row. In a a roulette wheel, there's black little boxes and, and red boxes, right? I think an equal amount of them. And you roll a ball and it goes into different spots on the wheel. So it had fallen into black several times in a row. So this led all the people who were playing to believe, surely it's going to fall on red soon. So they started pushing their chips. They started betting that the ball would fall on a red square on the next roulette wheel turn. Would you believe it took 
27 turns for the ball to finally land on a red square. And by that time, millions of dollars had been lost. And it's because people didn't understand that each roll was unique and it had its own set of set of statistics and probabilities. They kept thinking the chances were going higher and higher and higher and higher with every roll that it was going to go on to red when in fact it didn't. It was the same statistics it was the same statistics every single time that the wheel was that the wheel ran. So another place that we see this fallacy sometimes play out is in investing. Um, a lot of times, unskilled investors will commit the gambler's fallacy when they start to believe that a stock will either gain or lose value after a series of trading sessions with the exact opposite movement. For example, a stock could go over the course; it could go up. Say a stock goes up over the course of several days or several weeks or whatever, and so so the investor starts to get nervous thinking, well, it can't go up forever. I better sell before it starts going down again. And the reality is that if they aren't skilled, they have no idea whether the stock is going to go down or continue to go up. And even if they are skilled, they can't always predict what the stock is going to do. But basing their prediction that the stock will go down just because it has been going up is committing the gambler's fallacy. All right, so here's the question to ask yourself if you find yourself leaning toward committing the gambler's fallacy. It's this. Is this outcome statistically random? And if it is, there can be no probability buildup. That's a phrase I just made up, probability buildup. <laughs> That's when you think the chances are getting greater and greater. Let me say it again. The question you can ask yourself is this. Is this outcome statistically random? And if so, there can be no probability buildup. Again, if you're if you're flipping coins, if you're rolling dice, that the outcome is going to be statistically random. All right, hopefully I made that make sense for you guys. Uh, join me next week. I am going to be starting a mini series on manipulation tactics, how to recognize them so you can avoid getting manipulated by them. And I'm super excited about this. So remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filter it through a brain cell.com or you can connect with me on Instagram at filter it through a brain cell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filter it through a brain cell.com and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with people in your life.